having people in, in your corner who just love you for you and that affirmation definitely does increase your confidence. And like we said earlier, uh, you start to get the evidence, the feedback from people that you start to believe it's true and then you test the evidence mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, you know, it's true. Mm-hmm. And so that, that circle around you does make a difference. Huge. Uh, and it's not a bad thing to check them and check yourself in, within that circle as well. Hey y'all, welcome back to Boundaries and Grace. My name is Taylor Chandler and I'm your host. I'm a licensed therapist and I help people break toxic love cycles through one-on-ones and group programs. And today we have James and you all have met James on several occasions. I'll let him introduce himself. And we're talking about confidence today and confidence plays such a huge role in the outcomes of our life, the results how our relationships go, how they start, how they end, and what happens in between. Confidence plays such a huge role, not just in how we see ourselves, but how we treat others and how others treat us. So listen in, I hope you enjoy it, and I'll see you at the end. First of all, it's always just lovely to hear from you and talk to you. But for those listening in, uh, in the audience, my name is James Jones, and I wear many hats. I, uh, as of right now, you know, I'm a fitness director in a uh, major corporation. I am fitness director, or I'm sorry, let me start over. Uh, part owner of a healthy fit license mm-hmm. in Ava, Virginia, Richmond, Virginia, and I'm the medical fitness director, director of medical fitness for healthy fit on the corporate scale. Uh, so my, you know, my my mo is just to uh, spread health and education across the country. Uh, that's what I do. That's me. Yes, yes. So we are in the same vein in that way. Um, so it's really nice to always talk to you about that. You always have good things. And this thing that we're talking about today comes up um all the time in my work and I think it's really relevant to your work as well even though we're doing two different mm-hmm. things so I was I was a trainer I still have my certification we're <laughs> just talking about that right but um so right. I was in that realm and now like I'm all mental health and but physical health is a big part of my life um and it'll probably be a part of the practice soon mm-hmm. um and there are some really um, big similarities, like in the fields, like with physical health and with mental health. Like they're, like they're, they're just they're super intertwined, I would say. Um, and the things that work in the physical world also work in the mental world. Like some of these principles and like ways that we care for ourselves. Like when we're talking about yeah. like fundamental truths about health, the they're yeah. they're basically mirrored um, in the two different industries in the physical and in, the, in physical fitness and in mental right. health and so that's also another reason why I love having you on here because we get to see how they mirror each other and we get this more holistic view of how to care for ourselves and so I wanted to talk to you about confidence today um, so again mm-hmm. it comes up all the time and it's such a like people talk to me about, okay, I want to, I want to heal my, heal my attachment wounds. Right. And like, don't necessarily come in understanding that 
confidence is a huge piece of getting ourselves together and moving forward in the way that we want. And so with that being said, I just want to know what you think about that, um, about this topic, confidence. Yeah. Yeah. I, honestly, um, before I jump into my, my little definition, I, I think that's just absolutely spot on and wonderful how you, how you bring confidence into the mental health space, uh, especially when it comes to self-love and the attachments that you talk about, the T-joint. Um, but confidence, for me, has a lot to do with self-efficacy and belief. And you're familiar with you know, self-efficacy uh, in, your, in your space. Mm-hmm. Um, so in, in my space, being in the physical, uh, physical plane, physical world, uh, self-efficacy when it comes to movement, I'm just going to relate to the movement real quick. Self-efficacy, mm-hmm. believing you can accomplish a movement, uh, a lot of times has a lot to do with the confidence in actually performing that said movement. And so taking it outside of that scope, to me, confidence is believing that you have the tools or the resources to accomplish whatever it is you have your eyes set on. Uh, whether it's a goal, a task, objective, uh, whatever. Um, believing in yourself, believing that you have the tools readily available to accomplish whatever it is you have your eyes set on. Mm-hmm. For me, personally, it's like, have I, have I been there before? Uh, you know, if, if it's something that I have tried and failed, I've been there before, I've learned. And, you know, some cases, sometimes I don't, you know, sometimes I just repeat and I just do it again because I'm hard-headed. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, with the self-advocacy, the self-belief, if I've been there before, usually if I'm resourceful enough, I have the tools to, to be able to accomplish what needs to be accomplished. Mm. And that's, that's confidence to me. Believing that you have the tools to accomplish what it is that you have your eyes set on. Okay. 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 I'm... Does that pass you too? Yeah. Um... It's interesting in the sense that 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 feels like a very man answer. Um, it's but I but it's but it's true and real and valid. Like it's I'm saying, it's, but as I was hearing yeah. it, um, the way that I interpret that is sort mm-hmm. of like externally focused. Like, okay, I have these resources, tools, like this kind of toolbox that's outside that that I can reach into and like yeah. kind of chart my path is if I think that's how people say it or I don't think people even say that so I don't even say that people say that but um <laughs> chart my course or something I used to listen to this audio yeah. book that um always the guy always said um chart the course yeah that's the way that I interpret it like okay I have these things and I can go now like essentially manifest this thing out into the physical world and create um whereas mm-hmm. when I think about confidence in this realm I think about um how I feel about myself. Um, yeah. But they're both like, it's, they're both re- like, it's all confidence. Like, but I just, that's just how I heard it when you're saying it. No. It's like, okay. There's this thing outside of me and I now can like, I can reach into this resource, tap into this resource and do this thing. Whereas I've kind of come at it more from like the internal. The inside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, honestly, uh, that's not surprising. I'm glad you actually brought that up. Honestly, that it's a very male answer. Um, you know, men tend to tend to be very achievement based when it comes to motivation. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas, you know, I don't say I don't say male male female, but like the masculine energy is very achievement based, mm-hmm. and I would say the feminine energy is very 
uh, intrinsically motivated when it comes to uh, motivation. I, I don't know. I was redundant, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I do. Um, I do. So it, it makes sense that, that that's how it's received. Yeah. Uh, I didn't even think about that when I said it, but I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, speaking mm-hmm. of achievement, um, I want to, this is, this is something that I come across with um, certain types of clients that I have. Um, who are yeah. like high achievers um, and might be, if we're going to like bring that like masculine kind of concept into the mix, sort of like in the masculine mm-hmm. high achievers, externally focused, um, but are still experiencing, um, ex- still experiencing feelings of like uh, fear of rejection or feeling like yeah. they're unsuccessful in relationships. So like high achievers, but low confidence. And mm-hmm. for you, what does that mean to you in like your own life? Like have being able to achieve a lot of things, but not always having the most confidence. How do you relate to that? Yeah. So let me, let me relate it when it comes to, uh, my romantic life, my dating life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, since, since that's the space you work in, uh, I want to jump into that space, if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, gr- growing up, I was never the guy up front. Um, you know, the, the most attractive guy that, that girls going to, you know, talk to, flirt with, whatever. Write notes to, what is it, middle school, passing <laughs> notes and stuff. Oh, oh, that was never me. You know, no, no one passed me notes. No one did check the box yes or no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and so, you know, um, and I, I admit it was a little bit of a coping mechanism. I got, I got really into sports, mm-hmm. uh, I was good at them, which, you know, that has to do with the, the high achiever side of it, but that didn't translate to me and my dating life. This is, you know, from high school into honestly, until I turned like 20, 29, uh, so about 10, 15 years of my life. Mm-hmm. I don't date myself. I wouldn't date myself that, you know not tell my age on this thing, but, um, you know, it wasn't until I was like 27, 28, that I actually, someone told me, pretty much told me that I was an attractive dude. And I had, I had no idea. Uh, mm. and even after hearing that, I didn't have the confidence to, I don't mean to be laughing out. right now. I'm so sorry. No, you're, I'm just going to be honest. I mean, I'm laughing because, <laughs> This was this is so inappropriate of me to interrupt you with a laugh right now. Let me just acknowledge that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I'm laughing because like you're you're a really good looking guy. And so it's just kind of like right. haha, like that's funny that it's, but I, I can totally relate. I totally get it. I totally get it. But continue. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I should not have done that. No, you're fine. But I, honestly I think I think that, that kind of chuckle comes you know me through college years. Right. You know? right, you know right, right, right. Ten years. And so uh, I didn't understand that I was an attractive guy. And even after hearing that, I didn't have the confidence to seek out whom I wanted to seek out. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, um, when it comes to dating relationship, that was, so that, that question you asked me, being a high achiever but lacking confidence, in that space, uh, I did. I lacked confidence for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even even still, you know, I have to check myself every once in a while. Like I, not, now I know I'm an attractive dude and I can walk in that space uh, without being arrogant or cocky about it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, 
when it comes to, and again, this is a relationship, just the, the space, um, the dating life. I, I live that, so I get it. Like some of the people you talk with, you know, who may be experiencing that, it, it's tough. And I don't really know if I can say how I got out of it. It's just something that just kind of. Started believing it. Uh, it yeah, you know? Yeah, I, I think that's what it was. Again, because I could self efficacy and the confidence. The belief just had to be watered a little bit more, that seed. Yeah. I, I I I totally um I can totally relate to that. I remember like I wasn't in I remember someone in college and I remember her name was Allison and we had done we were like I think coming back from being out and she was and I was like I mean everyone was like really drunk. I mean it's college, just tech and like that's like yeah, what you do. Right. Yeah, it's um tech. <laughs> so it's tech. And she was like, You don't even know how pretty you are and that's crazy. And I was like yeah. It, it, it was it like shocked me because I, I felt the same way. Like I just didn't. I felt like it was very very late that I um, that I knew that I was attractive, um, and I also mm-hmm. legitimately just don't think I was attractive. But that's a different story. I really think that like it just it wasn't like a I didn't know forever. It was like no, I probably just was legitimately unattractive for a while, and then like right, and then you know grew up a bit. Um, but yeah, like you're saying, like when you said, okay, I don't really know how I got out of it. Um, and like, it's to me, when I think about it, it's like, okay, if you hear it and then you, there has to be something that makes you wonder if it's true. And then you start looking for evidence that it's true. And then it becomes true to you. That's how Mm, I kind of like think about how that process happens with anything, with anything. It's almost like, um, this thing, this also comes up a lot. Um, okay. I'm worthy of love. There has to be something in your mind that finally wonders if that's true. And then you start to see in your life evidence and you have interactions and experiences that tell you that it's true. And then finally it becomes true. That's really, I think that's that's a very, I just imagine it's like flow chart, like a, mm-hmm. a mental image of a flow chart mm-hmm. of the if then, you know? Uh, and that's, I think that's how it goes. You know, you, you, you get told this thing over and over again, they start looking for evidence, like you said. Uh, and then, I mean, it's like almost like scientific, it's like the empirical, uh, empirical study. You know, you start looking for evidence, you test the evidence. Mm-hmm. And if the hypothesis is true, you know, if the, if, the, if the evidence supports the hypothesis, then you start to believe it. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, 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 exactly. So you can have these. Um, so, for example, like when you're saying, okay, I was a high achiever in sports and I played a lot of sports as well. And you can you have clear evidence that you're good at it because there are wins or people are like you're getting mm-hmm. feedback from coaches and teammates and stuff and you get game time and you score points and so you're getting all of this feedback but then in your relational life um you can have really negative feedback like failed relationships or abusive Mm -hmm. relationships or um you know whatever that i think we kind of know where i'm going with that um and so you have like this dissonance this disconnect this gap between like that so you it's like a it's like a disjointed self-concept like I'm really really good in this one area where I'm getting all of this really really good feedback and maybe for someone else it's not just it's not sports or the physical world but maybe it's in like work 
I like I'm getting really, really good right. feedback at work, but in my relational life, I can get really, really negative feedback. And so, yeah, it creates this disjointed concept of self because then am I good or am I bad? Right? And so I yeah. find that like that kind of is a, is a, um, underlying question for all. Well, no. Yeah. Mm. So say for like that specific type of client that, that I would work with, like a high achiever, low yeah. confidence, is that question of like, which one am I? Am I good? Am I bad? Which it's sad, it's sad that it's so, I mean, I'm, I'm not in your space, obviously, but it's sad that I feel like it's so common like from, from talking to people in my space, you know, mm-hmm. with the with the physical stuff. You know, the, there's people who are, or related to, to relationships again, they're very attractive. Um, but again, they don't believe themselves to be attractive, mm-hmm. regardless of what their their current physical state is. Mm-hmm. They don't believe themselves to be attractive until you know they hit this image, or they look like this mm-hmm. person, or they, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Um, it's just it's sad how how common that is. Yes, yes. Uh, I don't can't think of like the term. What is it? It's like a. <sighs> It'll come to me, but it's almost, it reminds me of the Dove commercial, you know, when like there and someone was like, draw, like describe yourself. Did you ever see that commercial? It was a couple years ago. It was like maybe actually like the eight Dove. years ago. Um, yeah. Where I think some, oh yeah, they were like told to like describe their body or something. And then I don't even know. I shouldn't even brought it up because I clearly don't even remember, but it was basically highlighting, <laughs> it was highlighting like what you think, what you think that you are versus like what you really are. Um, yeah. And so when you say like attractive, I, I think of the word appealing. So I think not just like your physical, your physical self, like your face or your body, whatever, but also just like that you have that someone doesn't believe that their characteristics are appealing enough, yeah. that like that they have enough value in their personality to be appealing to someone or desirable. So yeah, there is this, this disconnect. Um, and uh, people tend to um, evaluate themselves lower than is real. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. Why do people need to be confident in the physical world? Like in, in physical fitness, um, what role does confidence play? Like in, in someone getting their physical health together? I think that is something that, that they believe they have control over mm-hmm. in some cases, not all the time, mm-hmm. but it's something they can, they can actively put, you know, without, lack of the word, put in the work mm-hmm. and they can control this. And so, uh, if, if they can continue to control, you know, have control over it, I think that, that builds yeah. a certain level of confidence, yeah. uh, regardless yeah. of things outside of their control, you know? Yes. Um, Which is sort of, I think like that, what you're talking about at the very beginning, self-efficacy, you're saying that, someone gains confidence because they have control over the outcome. What people I think don't realize in the relational space is that just like in the physical world, like if you lift weights, you will get stronger and you, Mm -hmm. it's like a guarantee. Like you can't, like you can't lift and not get strong. It's you're going, (laughs) that's where we're headed, right? Like you're going to get to that goal. But people have so much control over their relational life. Like you literally can, you can control outcomes. You can't control how someone feels about you. You can't control how someone wants to be with you, but you can. And I love mm-hmm. like getting to this place with people where they start to see that they actually like based off of what they do, like in the work that we do together and then in their own life without me, 
right? Like what they do right. actually does increase the probability of like meeting a, an ideal partner, increase their pro- probability of getting a date, increase their probability of long-term relationships, increase the probability of um, conflict yeah. resolution. Like, and you have so yeah. much control over that. It's not just like, it's not that whole Disney thing where it's just like, oh, like it's just supposed to happen. Like, and, and people are like, well, it just hasn't happened for me or whatever. Like you have, right. you have a lot of control over how this thing goes, what your dating life looks like, what mm-hmm. your relationship, what your marriage looks like. Um, so, yeah, I agree that someone, when someone comes to this realization and acceptance that they do have control over what happens next, confidence just like really right. skyrockets. And you hit the nail on the head when you said the action, you have no, even though you're putting in action, the control isn't over the outcome. The control is over the action. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there mm-hmm. was, a book, I think you read it too. I know I've, I've read it where it's the law of detachment. I think I could be misquoting that. Please don't quote me on that. The laws of spiritual success, and in, in that yeah, is the yeah, law of detachment. Exactly yeah, yeah, right. And so the, the law states <laughs> Deepak Chopra, um, yes. right? You, you don't get attached to the outcome, um, but if you pay attention to pay attention to what you're doing in the present. Your intention for the future mm-hmm. more than, the, you know, the probability of that coming true increases. Mm-hmm. And it may not be the exact outcome you want. It's mm-hmm. just, it'll be the outcome, but maybe not the way we perceived it right. at first. Right, 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 right. Yes. How do you maintain confidence and what happens when you lose it? Yeah. Okay, May, maintaining confidence. Uh, that's you know, first of all, I have to get it, which that's a that's a battle in and of itself. Mm-hmm. But maintaining confidence um, for me comes down to action. Uh, just regardless of whatever space it is, you know, I have confidence in in what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's how I maintain it. I'm gonna keep it uh, uh, vague. I know it's vague, but I'm gonna keep it aside. Okay, it does. It Action. transcends everything. Okay, yeah. so kind of uh, like staying the course, or like maintaining your. I wouldn't even say staying the course. Okay, I would. I would just say. Uh, I want to say like staying the course makes me think of just staying in one direction. You know, and, mm-hmm. and not allowing for anything to, to step outside of that. Okay. Um, and so I would just say <laughs> action and I don't know. I don't know. But action. I'm, I'm keeping it vague. And the reason I'm <laughs> keeping it vague is because the next, <laughs> the other question you said is what happens when you lose it. Yeah. And and we've talked about this before. And that's, that's great. And to me, that comes to resilience. Uh Grace and resilience for me are kind of synonymous to mm-hmm. where I, I understand if uh, my confidence falters, if my action falters, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's by my choice, by my lack of action or whatever, I can give myself grace or get myself in a, into a place where I can give myself grace, okay. but pair that with resilience to where it doesn't just destroy me. Right. Um, you understanding that it is. Yeah, yeah, just keep going. It's a, it's an opportunity to reevaluate and learn. And 
for me, and again, I want to, you know, even though I am in the physical space, um, with you being in the relational space, I want to be able to relationship. Uh, when I finally gained confidence, that was probably like 2029. 20, uh, finally gained confidence. I started dating more regularly, and there was this tendency, I had a tendency to always have someone new I was talking to every two months. And, uh, tendency to what? Okay. You know, it's, it was, I was always talking to someone new oh, okay. within two months. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it was by choice, sometimes it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so what I learned was if it wasn't by choice, like if, if someone was breaking it off with me or they get something ghosted or whatever, if I can find something out of that relationship to learn from, which is give myself grace and give myself resilience, if I can find something within that experience that I learned, whether I liked about her, uh, like about the experience, like find out something about myself, then I can carry that into, you know, the rest of my dating experience. You know, so it will go from, you know, I know I like women who like to laugh. You know, I, I don't like straight face people. There's nothing wrong with them. I just know I'm I'm a joyous person, joyful person. Okay. So I want to have joy in my relationships. Like you don't laugh at me or if I don't laugh at you, I, that's not a good time to me. You know? So yeah. it's, it's even if someone's attractive. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of rambling. But, <laughs> it's, it's you okay. know, it's action, action to maintain confidence. Mm-hmm. And then, like, and that's very vague, I know. But when I lose it, grace and resilience. Okay. Uh, so when I, when I hear, okay. when I hear action after everything that you've just said, um, I think about like what I'm what I pulled from that is that you keep acting, you keep moving forward with the knowing that a failure um, doesn't actually take anything away from like your value or your worth or your, like, your level of deservingness yeah. for what you're going for. It's yeah. just like it's a it's just an opportunity like you like you always remind us an opportunity to learn and just to keep moving forward <laughs> so you can make a better decision. So that's what I hear when you yeah. when I hear when I hear action. I think um, for me, um, go ahead. Okay, I'm just glad you can you can elaborate on it because that's exactly. I don't have the words for it, but you always do. Well, thank you. That's part of my job. Um, so, um, something I think that helps people to maintain confidence um, is having being very intentional about who is around you, like what kind of messages you're getting from them, because you're we're always getting feedback from people who are around us, like they are our mirrors. And so, um, I, for me, I think it's really important to have. Um, people around who not not who aren't just like hyping you up like that's not the point but who yeah. are supportive even in just being a consistent person in your life supportive um, in that they're not like making weird passive aggressive comments about like your goals or something like that like because yeah. those little things or inconsistent people or people who only like parts of you that has an effect on your confidence and so um, mm-hmm. I think that it's really, really important to have like us, uh, just people who you're getting positive messages from and positive experiences with, and that helps us to maintain our confidence. And I was just talking to my group the other day about um, dispersing the responsibility of maintaining your confidence. Um, I don't, I didn't put it in that like in this particular like ter- in these particular yeah. terms, but I think the point was that um, 
Like, so that you're not always having to be your hype man all the time and always having to, like, affirm yourself all the time. Like, have people around that that sort of, like, um, take some responsibility in this sort of, like, inadvertent way, like, because they just like you. And so they're sort of, like, you're sort of, like, outsourcing, um, outsourcing the hype like, so that you don't always have to do it. Uh-huh. That there are people around you who are, like, willfully and joyfully, like, loving into you and, like, loving on you and pouring into you so that you don't always yeah. have to do all of the work yourself. So I'm really that big on, so like, important. doing less and getting more. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. I have one more question for you for sure. about this. Um What's one way someone can increase their confidence right now? Like without this, like, so like kind of scratch what I just said. Um, if you weren't, if they weren't, you know, engaging anybody else um, or anything else but themselves, what's one thing that someone could do right now to begin to increase their confidence? You know, you just had to take that as opportunity away from me, didn't you? Because I was going to say something about your the circle. Mm. You know, I haven't. Okay, well, no, speak, speak on that and then and then tell me what someone could do all on their own. Okay. Yes. All right, so we'll, we'll do it real quick. Okay. So uh, I've, I've personally experienced, you know, having people in, in your corner who just love you for you and that affirmation definitely does increase your confidence. And like we said earlier, uh, you start to get the evidence, the feedback from people that you start to believe it's true and then you test the evidence mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, you know, it's true. Mm-hmm. And so, that that circle around you does make a difference. Huge, uh, and it's, it's not a bad thing to check them and check yourself in within that circle as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all I have to say about that. About my four is gone with uh, with that. So <laughs> I, I don't get it. <laughs> but when, I don't. When, uh, you know, is that a lie? Four is gone. Cinephile. That's all I have to say about that. Oh. <laughs> Was that, your, me, Forrest Gump? Was that your, was that your Forrest Gump accent? That was terrible. If he was, yeah, if he was like oh, a black wow. kid from suburbia. Mm. <laughs> 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 well, I wasn't sure what. I wasn't sure what. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> okay. Listen, anyone anyone just right. needs to understand that I am super corny. That's just how it's going. You're going to love me for it. It's cool. So corny. You you have been like dad jokes since college. Like you have really yeah. been on it. You have really been on it. All right. What is one thing all someone right. can do all of their own to increase their confidence? All right. When when you're by yourself to increase your own confidence, uh, just you know, honestly, I'm just I'm just I'm gonna put it out there. I'm just gonna say have have faith faith in yourself, believing in, in what is not there, what can't be seen with evidence. Uh, and, you know, faith is spiritual, the spiritual depth to it. Um, but increasing faith in yourself, mm-hmm. uh, faith in your actions, um, faith in your circle, honestly. Mm-hmm. But when you're, when you're by yourself, it's like increasing the faith, believing in the things that you can't see within yourself. And it, it, it sounds kind of hokey. It's almost like the act as if or take it till you make it kind of thing. Um, but I, I believe they go deeper than that. You know? Uh, it's a very, very deep, intrinsic faith, belief in yourself 
which is super, it's super abstract. I know. Um, but it's simple. Maybe you can help me put. No, yeah, I think is. you're doing, um, I think you're doing a great job at explaining it. You don't, you don't, don't worry. You, you, you did a really good job explaining that. Well, you know, you always help me put it into practical terms. Uh, but it's, that's, that's what I believe in. You know, it's having, having faith and faith is, you know, uh, believing the thing you can't see. Yes. And so that's, yeah. It's simple, but it's still abstract. Um, I think that if you if you can't if you don't have that, you really don't have. Um, there's really not much else <laughs> you can do. Like you gotta. <laughs> that's pretty much. That's pretty much it right there. So thank you for that. Um, like it, what it does is it builds that mental image of yourself as someone who can do it. Um, is if if you mm-hmm. don't believe that you can, then it all is going to feel like just the motions it's going to feel empty there's no real meaning behind it but yeah if you if you can start there um or end there i don't think that even necessarily people people start with having faith in themselves sometimes you do have to go through a couple of empty motions to like get some momentum um but yeah that is incredibly important that is something that someone can do right now is literally just start so what what i guess in in a word what you're saying is self-talk so paying attention to how you're mm-hmm. talking about yourself, how you're seeing yourself, mm-hmm. you know, like I, having a real can do attitude. That's so, so, so important. I'll give you a one practical thing that someone can do to increase their confidence right now is um, make a list of like five things that you need to do and do one. That's it. Just do one. Just do one. Um, yeah. And starting to like, and so get like if that, if, if, if you really are in a place that that feels like I cannot or I am not, then okay, go ahead and just make your make your little list and do one of those things now. And if you can keep just doing one thing, and that, that helps us to increase our confidence and say, okay, now I'm starting to see that I can. Um, and now I can start mm-hmm. to believe that that is actually me. And that, that's how we start to build an identity of someone who, who can achieve things and get what you want is by um, action. Yeah, action. Start with just I one thing. It. Mm. See, I know you just really put good. it into practical terms. I love that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we make a good, good team here. We make a good team good here. Team. I thank you so much for sharing everything as always with this. And we did such a good job staying on time and on topic. This is the best we've ever done. This and is the best. We've ever this is great. This is perfect. This is really, really good. Hey, so, it's always a pleasure. Thank you so much, James. And I will talk to you very soon. Take care, Taylor. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, you could rate and review it. And you want to subscribe so that you don't miss any future episodes. And if you really liked it, you can drop some support in Cash App. Yep. Dollar sign Tay Chan. T-A-Y-C-H-A-N-D. And it is in the show notes below as well as a free consult link. If you'd like to talk about one-on-ones or group can use that link schedule a time and i will give you a call okay that's all i'll see you next week